I did a video yesterday in which I talked about what I call the whiskey arbitrage, the ability to buy a bottle of whiskey in one state at a fixed price and then go to another state and sell it at an inflated price. I used the example of Pappy Van Winkle that you can buy in Alabama for $229.99, but the same bottle the same day is selling in Tennessee for $4,000 and in New York as high as $8,000. That's an arbitrage. How did this happen? That's what I want to explain in this video so that you understand it, you know what's the situation situation is in your state and you can take advantage of a tremendous opportunity to make a good investment. Best of Us Investors presents Carrie Griegmeier. Okay, the backstory is that when we as a country um, banished uh, prohibition. The country basically said the laws and the rules relative to selling whiskey were going to be controlled by the 50 states. As it turned out, the 30 states are what is called open states. That is, they buy their whiskey from the distributor and then put whatever price they want on it. Basically the same as any retail store that you might go into. Then there were what was called controlled states. And the controlled states basically said, no, the state will control the price of the whiskey, thus taking those, making sure they made profit so that they could make life better and control the evils of whiskey uh, in their state. And those states uh, have basically become what is called controlled states. The controlled states are Alabama, Idaho, Iowa, Maine, Michigan, Mississippi, Montana, uh, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Ohio, uh, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. In essence, what I'm saying is in those 17 states, the state determines what the price of the liquor is going to be once they get it from the wholesaler. So to give you an example, um, one of the whiskeys I'm watching is called Eagle Rare Single Barrel Bourbon 17 year. Now I can buy that bottle in uh, if if I can get one of them that comes in at my liquor store for ninety nine dollars and ninety nine cents. But if I go to uh, my search engine and say what would I pay for it if I want to buy it over the internet, that would be two thousand five hundred and ninety nine dollars on the same day. Why is that? Because the uh, open states basically say, we'll get as much as we can for it. Whereas the uh, control states say, we have a controlled amount of markup, and that markup is something in the neighborhood of 15%. Understand? So if I can buy that Eagle Rare single barrel malt whiskey, 17 years, that means it sat in a cask for 17 years before it was bottled. I can get it for $99. Now I said to myself, I wonder if that's peculiar. So I went and I looked at North Carolina. I can buy that same bottle 
in North Carolina for $109. But if I want to buy it online, and that then makes me exposed to the uh, open states, I'm going to pay a minimum of $2,599. What does that mean to you? That means that if you've got the interest in the fortitude to go seek out, learn the liquor laws in your state or your neighboring states, and learn how to get access to those bottles of, in this case, bourbon, you can make an enormous arbitrage profit immediately. How do you sell them? Well, basically, you make an agreement. In those states, they have private liquor stores. You make an agreement with a liquor store that, hey, I've got a bottle of uh, Eagle Rare single barrel bourbon, 90 proof, 17 year, that uh, I'd like to you to sell for $2,599, and I'd be willing to give you a 10% or maybe even a 15% take on it. Do you think they might do that? Or do you think what might be a better idea is just put it on a shelf and let it sit? It's already worth $2,599. It's got a date on the bottle. It's engraved in the glass. It's got a, a tag number on the front of it, and it's only going to go up in price. As an illustration, I bought a bottle of Pappy Van Winkle in 2019 with the date of December the 7th, uh, 2018, no, 2008 on the inside of it, and a like bottle sold at the Sotheby's auction house. Uh, on December the 22nd of last year for $52,000. That's the arbitrage. That's the potential that lies here. So is that a better investment than Amazon stock? I think it is. I think it is. Is it where I want to put 50% of my investment portfolio? No, it is not. But it is a arbitrage. It is something that is worth more somewhere else than it is where I buy it. So why wouldn't I take advantage of it? Now, what the danger is that there's got to be 10,000 different brands and, and, and variations of whiskeys that you can buy. So you have to educate yourself. You have to research. You have to, like me, get a price list from your local store, particularly if you're in a controlled state, so you know what their their prices are, and then you can go to the to the uh, internet and see what they are priced for in the open states. Now, what you also need to learn is how do you gain access to these new releases of bourbons and gins. And now I wouldn't invest in gin. Gin doesn't maintain its quality over years, but certainly bourbons, um, rums, with Scotch whiskeys, uh, all brown liquids stay well in a bottle. So I would learn, want to learn about that. So here's what I'm, I'm doing. I have written 
Right now I've got about uh, 40 pages of written material that I have gathered so that I have a better understanding of this and so that I can and be a, 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 an informed investor. And so that I can walk into a, a liquor store when they've got their new release and I've got the price of, of what it is selling for in the store as well as the price of what it's selling for in the open states. And so I know the arbitrage when I go in. I also know what variations of this eagle rare there might be. Is there one that is maybe 22 years as opposed to 17? And is that a better price? It, what makes one whiskey uh, more rare and more uh, expensive than another? And it's usually age. It's the brand. It's the knowledge. I also recognize that there is this is available in other countries. I've bought a bottle of Irish whiskey. I'm going to buy some Scotch whiskey. I, I'm going to buy some Indian whiskey whiskey because the Indian and Chinese market, as their populations are gaining in stature and building a middle class and an upper class, they are also wanting to buy liquors of their own country. So in my book, I'm researching to say, okay, what is the best Chinese whiskey that I can buy? What is the best Indian whiskey that I can buy? Because the most expensive bottle of whiskey that I have found thus far is a Japanese bottle that goes, it's been on in the, in the barrel for 55 years and it goes for over $800,000 a bottle. So this is what this is all about. This is the opportunity that I think is there. I did the other video and I got a comment that basically said, well, you must be scraping the bottom of the barrel on the uh, investment markets if you're talking about investing in alcohol. I'm sorry if that offends you. You don't have to drink this stuff if you don't believe in it or don't like it, but this is an investment opportunity, and that is my pledge to you. I pledge to you, when I started this three years ago as a retired financial advisor, I would help you make better investment decisions. And if I can do that. If I can give you a key that you can go down to your liquor store and you can buy a bottle of liquor for $99 and know that you can immediately turn around and sell it for $2,599, I ask you, when have you gotten better financial advice and who did you get it from? If you did, you got it from your father or your grandfather because they're the only people who would share that kind of knowledge with you. But I'm going to share it with you and I challenge you, go on the internet, search, do your search on YouTube, do your search on Google and you find someone else who is telling you this, who is willing to educate you, who is willing to write a white paper, a, a ebook, and say, I'll share it with the first 1,000 of you. Go into the description, find the link of buying whiskey, and when I finish this, my rough draft, before I take it to be published in a book form, 
I'm going to give it a thousand of you the information that I've gathered that is going to give me an arbitrage advantage. Now, again, I live in one of the 17 states. Maybe you don't, but maybe you have a brother or a sister or a mom or a dad or an aunt and an uncle. Maybe you know someone that you can partner with in these other 17 states and you can gain the investment advantage. Look, it's, it's, it's fair. It's legal. Uh, in my book, I'll explain the tax consequences. Yes, you have. If you sell that liquor, you got to pay the appropriate state taxes. Some states don't charge taxes. That's all in the book. Okay. In the ebook, the published book will come later. So that's my words of wisdom today. I'm going to continue to spend my time to research this. Once I get it to the finished product, I'm basically going to suggest that those of us who are truly interested in making money by using the uh, whiskey arbitrage, we're going to form a discord. We're going to come together and we're going to minute by minute educate each other to take advantage of this and find a way to make better investment decisions, and in some cases, to uh, better the lives of those who follow us. As a result of an inquiry in my research, I actually uh, requested some information on buying cask. A cask is a uh, 55-gallon barrel, oak, yes, oak barrel in Scotland. And I am going to, I'm exploring buying that barrel of Scottish whiskey and owning it for maybe 25 years and then bottling it and selling it with my name on it, okay? Or whatever I want to do with it. These are opportunities. I'm going to explore that. I will cover what I learned in my white paper that I'm going to make available to the first 1,000 of you who say, yeah, Carrie, I want to go down this path with you. Go to the description, follow the link, and we'll talk about this, I'm sure, again. I'm very excited about it. (music) 